I'm in the hole this week, so I need to like uh, <laughs> climb out of it right now. Uh, I, otherwise, I'm. I don't know. Cleveland tonight. Gotta gotta go hide, hide in Philly. All right, episode <laughs> twenty-one of Boston's Big Three, presented by Ride the Wave Media, sponsored by One in One Hundred. One in One Hundred is the only online raffle website giving fans and experienced seekers the chance to win tickets to live sporting events, concerts, music festivals, and more. I've had to sneeze so bad, and I don't want to do it in the middle of this read. <laughs> Whether it be from your desktop or mobile device, winning tickets to your favorite event has never been so easy and fun. Choose your desired event, purchase a raffle ticket into the draw, and you can be the lucky winner. We have a raffle for you. Uh, we were talking pre-show. Brandon is going to the Cowboys-Pats game. He said tickets were expensive, but he got them anyways. Uh, not a baller on a budget. He's just spending. And just then spending. if you want to spend what, like $2, a couple, like a couple bucks. You spend a, a nice dinner out. You spend way more than what you're going to spend for this raffle ticket. You can buy a raffle ticket for cheap. If you win, you have literally a 1 in 100% chance to win. You're going to get tickets to go to the Cowboys game. It's going to be a good game. Um, so, yeah, go ahead with that. Let's kick off the show with this, actually, because I just thought about it. Um, Babs, are we at all nervous about the uh, the jerseys that the Pats will wear <laughs> for the Cowboys game? Um. Sorry, I'm distracted here because I'm just trying to put oh, up a right now. Dog nervous? Uh, no, never, never, never nervous, never worried. Let me just tell you something about the Jersey situation. We came out here. We said it. It was a very credible source that came out. To me, still holding on some hope. It's just maybe they release it next week, next Monday, and they make an announcement next Tuesday. But uh, other than that, if it doesn't come, it's not happening. I mean, it is what it is. It's just a Jersey. We had two credible sources that work with the Patriots, and they told us about it, and we just ran with the story, and then it got debunked and got shut down. So I will say this. People made such a huge deal about it. I haven't heard anything about it since then. Maybe one or two people have asked me like in the last two weeks until like right now. No one's going to come out and say anything. I but, honestly forgot about it until I said Cowboy. I, I forgot about it until game. you brought it up. Like I think that's the game. Uh who found this out? Rune Dog, right? He, 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 I bet he's shaking in his boots. <laughs> oh, 100% he's shaking, but I forgive Rune Dog. Rune Dog's a worker, dude. He's a warrior, and uh, the two minute drill has been still building themselves up. You know what I mean? This is what I said back then. It's a rumor, and we went out with it anyways. And it's not like we said, like, Tom Brady's retiring this season, and we're definitely sure about this happening. And screw that guy, Paul Lucas, that wanted to come from my head. Guess what happened? You got fired from Sports Illustrated, so no one cares about you. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, he came at me, and he's like, I know everybody in there, and this and that. Well, guess what? You're jobless. I still have a job. You don't. So that's what happens. And when the time that we released it, and from where it is today, I mean, look at all the stuff we keep doing. It's not like we're just like, it's not like that was our one thing for a claim to fame. It's like, okay, like this is what we think is going to happen. And Cherry on top. It doesn't, doesn't. Yeah. You know, it is what it is. So we're, we're never losers in this situation. It, it kind of stinks because if there was an announcement, it would have already happened. It looks like it's not going to happen. Um, you know, the spin zone for Babs, maybe because we released it, they don't want to do it. But then that's our fault for them not to do it because we released it. <laughs> Uh, but no, I, again, like I said, and I'm going to keep saying it over again, back in May, I was told they were putting in for it and they were putting in for the red jerseys. And then we had another person in August or September that gave us a Jersey schedule and they put that, they put that out there. So that we just ran with the story. And, uh, I mean, again, it's just a fucking Jersey. So who gives a shit? Eh, it sucks. My, my two sources are still credible people. It's not like, it's like, oh, 
it's going to hurt our relationship or anything like that. So, and even if even if the players aren't wearing them, I think a lot of fans, even if if they if this news comes back up again, or if we remember what's this this news story that Rundog put out for for the two minute drill a few weeks ago, there's going to be a lot of fans wearing the 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 royal blue throwbacks, and it'll be fun to see all those in the stands again. Yeah, absolutely. The sales have been really good at the pro shop for them. And, um, you know, it is kind of crazy. Let's just talk about it. I mean, it is crazy why they haven't done it yet. And I feel like this has to be the season. It's the 25th anniversary of the Packers-Patriots uh, Super Bowl. And you figure that with them doing the release on the pro shop, Ty Law making the Pro Football Hall of Fame, it kind of all made sense to come together. Mm-hmm. Why are they just magically releasing it this year, the hats? Why are they just magically releasing all these like throwbacks this year? It made no sense in that in that situation. So maybe the league couldn't approve it. Maybe there there's something that we don't know about, but they definitely put in for it. Like they and they got it got disapproved. Brady never wore those jerseys, right? No, well, in the in the maybe in the that's why. <laughs> because the McCordy's even came out and said, you know, like we've been asking Bill like nonstop, like we want to wear those every single year. They have the right helmet to wear them. And it, there's so it's it's printing money at this point. There is so much money to be made off that jersey. So I'm even thinking I'm still holding out hope. I'm still crossing my fingers because this is the way I think. It's like, OK, they make an announcement next Monday. Hey, this Sunday we're going to be wearing them. And only a limited amount are going to be available at the pro shop. They're going to sell out of them, of course. And then they wear them, and it's going to be kind of a rare jersey. Then the second the game's done, they put them on sale, and they will sell for the rest of the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got to think in money terms that way, too. Maybe they don't want to release it right away because they know how much they'll sell. Because um, that jersey, if they release it and that jersey's out there, that's the number one jersey for the rest of the entire year until they go to the Super Bowl and it's the Super Bowl jersey. So, I mean, for them, they could probably have it in the background already being made by Nike. Who the fuck knows? And... Uh, again, you can still hold out hope. It's just more of like if they're going to announce it, they have to give a solid heads up so people are able to purchase the jersey and get it in time. Um, they, If you're going to be doing it next Monday, you're not going to be able to get it in time. Like if you mm-hmm. buy it online and, and for the game. So um, usually when they do that, like at the Super Bowl, they usually announce it like 10 days or five, uh, 10 days beforehand. So you have the jersey ready at home. And it comes like on that Friday. So we'll see. I'm still holding out. Next next podcast will be the death knoll. Yeah. We'll have the casket out. <laughs> we'll know by then. I'll have the throwback on next. In between then and now, however, we are facing Super Bowl 52 uh, opponent, NFC East companion to the Cowboys. Uh, basically, Brady's revenge game. Philadelphia Eagles are coming to town. I wanted to touch on this before we do our NFL picks because we're coming off the bye week, haven't really talked Pats in a while. And considering the stake of this game. Um, not really regular season. Like, if we win, I, I'm assuming we're going to kill him. Uh, Philly has a lot to play for. We do have a lot to play for because uh, Baltimore's keep winning, and they have the tiebreaker against us right now. Mm-hmm. I don't see them losing after a bye. I don't see them losing after they lost in the Super Bowl to the Eagles, and I don't see Philly coming to Boston and leaving with a dub. Last time that's happened was like 1920 when the Sixers came or something. We're, uh, we're no, wait, traveling actually, to Philly. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking, I and, was thinking and the Eagles beat uh, the Eagles beat the Pats in Foxborough a couple years ago with Chip Kelly. So I was more talking Sixers because Philly versus Boston sports. But anyways, <laughs> Chip Kelly, UNH, um, former UNH, Sam coach. Bradford. But yeah, 
Listen, uh, Babs, so, you were going down to Philly if you want to preview it. Yeah, so listen, first of all, everyone's saying this is Brady's revenge game. What's he? What's the revenge, okay? Yeah, he lost the Super Bowl. The guy threw 500 yards and three touchdowns. There's really nothing to revenge. It's not like he had a bad game against the Eagles. It's just a loss, and that loss comes from his defense. Yeah, he could take the heat because he fumbled there with two minutes to go, strip sack, fumble, and he had to lead the team back down there. But I don't believe in any of that. I've seen it's the defense. This is the avenge game for a lot of the defensive players. Guy like Stefan Gilmore just saw a stat. Alshon Jeffrey had a very big game. The second that Stefan Gilmore went on Alshon that game, he had three targets, no catches for the rest of the game. A guy like Kyle Van Noy, I just saw him today, uh, a video of him talking to Tommy Curran. And Van Noy even said that left a sour taste in my mouth. That's a game. So it's this is a bigger game. And I love hearing Brady saying, like, this left a sour taste. I want to go out there. I want to play. He's going to carve up the secondary. This Eagles team isn't as good as everyone thinks, but it's more for the defense. It's for the boogeyman. Now, you know, Hightower coming out here as well, too, saying, uh, and you know what? Hightower didn't play. I think Hightower didn't play that year. I think he was hurt that year in Super Bowl 52. And that's a huge loss because at that time, and it's two years later, but at that time, he's he's their defensive play caller. He's the guy that's out there. He's the guy making the moves. Screw your Malcolm Butler talks or anything like that about the last game. But obviously, this is a this is a completely different defense. But some of those defensive players were on the team. They want to come out. They want to prove something. Boogeyman. The boogeyman need a rebound after this game. Now, I just rewatched the Baltimore game, and I felt watching that game because it's different when you're there and then you watch it on TV. Mm-hmm. That they. They weren't that same team. Like it felt like they were they were letting off the gas pedal a little bit. And it just it goes into that whole aurora of Belichick does this on purpose to study Lamar Jackson, to study teams, to know how to play against them in the future. This boogeyman team, now you're now all of a sudden high towers dropping a boogeyman shirt that he wants to sell with Van Noy and Jamie Collins. You guys better step it the fuck up this week. You better go into Philly and you better only give up ten I'll give you ten points that you have to give up. Offense will take care of business. Uh, I've been marking this uh, down on my calendar for two years. Obviously, I went to Philly, which started the whole Spike King shit pretty much. Went to Philly, spiked the cheesecake. Uh, cheesesteak. I actually went down Saturday morning, and I did five videos, released them every single day. People thought I was there like the whole week, which was hilarious. Um, you know, yeah, we took a loss. I've learned actually over time not to – this is actually, you know, superstitions and shit like that. I know jinxes and whatnot. I'm not doing anything to any other team's, like, stuff. Like, I learned that last year. I slammed a terrible <laughs> towel, the Pats lose. I slam a cheesesteak, the Pats lose. I make fun of the Tennessee Titans, and I do all this stuff, the Pats lose. That, shit, that shit's serious. Yeah. This uh, upcoming tailgate, I'll be at the 4th and John tailgate. I've been very, very discreet about where I'm going to be because I don't want any Pats fans to be there. They are not welcome to be there. I will be the only Pats fan there at that tailgate. I'll be dressing up just like I did in Buffalo. I'll be having the war. I'll be war ready. Uh, I don't know who I'm going to the game yet with. I have two people that I'm kind of talking to, Eagles fans. Um, I'm doing an all-exclusive Eagles tailgate. I'm going to be right in the middle of all of it. Um, This is the same tailgate that a couple weeks ago Mike Scott who plays for the Philadelphia Sixers. He's a Redskins fan, and he showed up to that tailgate. It was on TMZ. He showed up to that that specific tailgate, and they had a casket out, and they had Sean Taylor's jersey on the casket. Now, that's fucked up, right? Very fucked up. He went up there. He made a big scene. The Eagles fans and 
fought him. Like, they actually throwing haymakers at each other. They had no idea I played for the Sixers, and they were fighting with each other. That's the type of crowd that I'm going into at this game. Luckily for the Spike King and Babs, he's got a little protection around him within these Eagles fans because it's all fun and games. You know what I mean? And you know what? Guess what? The Eagles had their fun. They're going to be saying 41-33. They're going to say Brady lost to a backup quarterback. Who's the reigning defending champion right now? It's the New England Patriots. Cool, you guys got one on us. We got one on you back in 2004. Most of you were in your nutsack, uh, dad's nutsack at the time. So you probably all forget about it. So <laughs> so uh, it's going to be exciting. At the, actually, at the tailgate, what's cool about the tailgate, I'll talk about them real quick, is that, and you guys can, will see all this stuff. I'll be posting a ton. I'll be posting a ton, of, and it's going to be very interesting. Um, they're sponsored by Bud Light, so that's already a win. Number two is that they have a bakery. They're like a pizza. They make pizzas, and they actually put like the Eagles logos on the pizzas and, and their 4th and John and shit like that on there as well. Um, they're going to be showing Super Bowl 52 in the parking lot. They're going to have mm-hmm. a big screen projector up there, so they're going to be showing that. And they're a rowdy bunch over there too. So, um, I, uh, One of the guys I work with here, he works – with like Xfinity Live there, and so every single weekend he has to go down for the games. He was telling me this game that uh, there's never been a more anticipated home game, and like yeah. Philly since and like since they won the Super Bowl, obviously. But he's like, it is going to be insane. Tickets tickets have been pretty ridiculous in price right now. I actually haven't gotten mine yet. They've gone down slightly, but uh, there was a I was with Moosey in the Baltimore game, and Moosey's an Eagles fan. And he was saying that, wow, there's a lot of Pats fans here because they're scared to travel to Philly. There's going to be a good group that's going down there. But um, here's my thing when it comes to – and I said this on the Connor commentary. You know, I want to do this on my own because I've been planning this for two years and I have the connections down there and I know what I'm getting into. It's like when Prez goes into these away games and shit like that, he's got somewhat of a group and people know who he is and shit. Because what's going to happen is there's going to be fights. There's going to be absolutely a lot of drinking because it's a 4 o'clock game. They start their tailgate at 9 in the morning. That's when the lots open up. Yeah. So there's going to be already a ton of drinking heading into noon, 1 o'clock, when everyone starts getting over there. The Pats group are going to be doing their thing. I'm going to have my thing going on. And, uh, and, and if I was there going down as a Pats fan, just letting you know they're going to shit on you. They're going to fucking poke the bear, and that's what they're going to do. Do not fight back with them because they are going to outnumber you really quick. End of the day, let them do what they want. The best thing possible is you go in there, you take the Pats minus three and a half, and they walk out with a blowout victory, and it's going to be the best best day ever. So I, I can't wait to get down there. I'm excited. I'll be down there Saturday at – I leave at 5 o'clock, 5.30 here, and I'll be down there having a Patriots party that night. Uh, Fitzy is going to – I'm going to actually roll with him. He's going to be hosting some sort of party down there. And actually, he's going to be on WEI from 1 to 4 this Saturday. He told me to stop by the studio again, so maybe I can try to get some airtime for, uh, for the Spike King and ride the wave. So it'll be, it'll be a fun weekend. This is my last trip, by the way, until the Super Bowl. Wow. I don't have any other trips scheduled. The only other two road games they play is Houston and Cincinnati. I might try to do Cincinnati, but I mean, it's just it's a throwaway <laughs> game. Like, who gives a shit? So uh, it's this is actually big for the Pats because coming off the bye now, you have an away game. You get you win this game, you're back at home against the Cowboys. You win Houston. They're pretty much home for the rest of the stretch and through the through the entire playoffs. That's that's huge for them. This this is going to be a fun one just throughout this week to prepare like it's it's Wednesday or it's Thursday already just to pull like there's not a good time to ever watch Super Bowl 52 but if you're going to dig from the archives 
and find one place to watch that game one more time. It's it's this week to get ready for this Eagles game and get you get you like jacked up, like get in that mindset you were like immediately following that Super Bowl loss, that awful sour taste that that game left because of how well the offense played and that the defense really just allowed everything um, to get through and allowed the Eagles to score 41 points on the Patriots defense yep. uh, that later allowed three points in the Super Bowl a year later. It's going to be it, it's going to be exciting. I, like the atmosphere you're talking about, it's going to be insane down there. Like Eagles fans are going to be through the roof as always and just Philly fans in general, but this is the time to dig out that that tape and and watch that Eagles thing and get back in that mindset so you, this so when if the Pats win this game, it's going to feel that much better. So if there's one game that you lose this entire season, it was that Baltimore game. You didn't yeah. want to go because if you go into this game undefeated and you take that bye week, it's so much better to lose that game than going to the bye week and Bill just drills it in your mind like, what the uh-huh. hell are you doing like this and that? It's just classic New England. It's just classic New England football. But uh, if you were to lose this game, and no matter what, let's just talk about it. What if the Pats lose this game? Let's be realistic. Yeah. How does that affect this team going forward? Because that's two straight losses, especially after a bye week. What's the media going to say? What's everyone else going to say out there? I would never want to face a bird team again. <laughs> Ravens, Eagles. No, I mean, in all seriousness, that tri-state area. You lose, you lose regular season games. You win a Super Bowl. Like I think it'll just be the same story, different year. Like media, oh Brady's cliff yeah. here. This this defense hasn't Absolutely. played anyone legit. Now they have, and then next thing you know, they're ho- hoisting ring number seven or trophy number seven up in the air. The, the, in good, the good thing funny. about this, I I I did my research. I went into the stat sheet. I went back all the way to two thousand and one on 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 this one, going back dating back to the Bill Belichick Tom Brady era. Going into the bye week, the Patriots have only ever lost one game the week before the bye. It was in 2002 against the Packers. Uh, or, sorry, let me restate that. They've lost four games going into the bye week and only lost following the bye week one time. And that was way back in 2002 against the Broncos where they lost by eight points. But, like I said, there's four games. Three of them coming off a loss going into the bye week. They have come back and dominated those games. The the first one going back to 2005, beating they lost to the they lost to the Broncos before the bye week this time, coming back after the bye, beating the Bills 21 to 16. Uh, uh, three seasons later, the the year Tom Brady wasn't playing in 08, they lost to the Dolphins. That was ended up being a really important or bad game to lose yeah. they lost lost the Play the division out. that year. Um, and then came back and beat the 49ers by nine points following the bye week. And then it, last year it happened too against they lost to the Titans going into the bye week, came back and dominated the Jets 27 to 13. So another thing I just want to point out too is the Pats rarely lose back-to-back games, but yeah. last year they did that twice and they did it on the road twice as well mm-hmm. too. So that's another telling thing as well. But yeah, after the bye week, I mean, there's no excuses for either side going into this game. Both teams have a bye. Both teams are getting ready. Um, and again, it's just going to be an exciting matchup and yeah, everyone, like Tyler said, like they lose this game, everyone's going to lose their shit. It doesn't matter. The Pats are still going to win their division. They're still going to go out there, win the division. It's just more for the one seed. You want to make sure that, Hey, we're staying ahead of everybody else. We need that one seed. I mean, Kansas city's falling off, but Baltimore now has that advantage on you. If they can end up tying up the record, um, it's going to be an exciting game and I cannot wait 
for the Pats to just blow them out 55 to 10. I want a fucking blowout. You know what Brady said? Remember what Brady said a couple weeks ago or, or whatever? It's, you know, when you go to these road games and the greatest thing that he likes is that at the end of the game, most of the uh, home team has left. But in the last people that have left are Patriots fans because he said that going mm-hmm. into Buffalo. I want that to happen in Philly. I want it to be just such a blowout. The Philly fans are leaving, and whoever's left over is just the New England Patriots fans. And that's going to be making him smile. But you know what? That Super Bowl loss now is in the rearview mirror. I am so focused for the rest of the season. Do you remember a few weeks ago in the at Miami game that you were at when it really felt like the Patriots kind of were running up the score a little bit on Miami towards the end of that game? I feel like they need to run up the score here. let Let me propose this question to you. Say it's late in the game. Doesn't matter what the Eagles have scored. We're winning the game. We 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 get a touchdown. That was our 39th point of the game. Does Bill go for two? Uh, wouldn't, yeah. Wouldn't but... he just get 40 if he kicked the field goal? Though? No. What, 41? Oh, that's, I see what you're saying. That's, oh, because yeah, it's 41-33. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 <laughs> I don't know. Probably. Snarky enough? If, I think, if, like I said, like I said, this is, this is more of a game. This is more. This could be a game where Brady just has an average day and they win yeah. like twenty-four to ten, like whatever it is. This is a game for the defense. It's straight up for the fuck Brady, fuck all that, fuck the offense. This is a game for the defense. Okay, this is a game that you have some of these players, like I just said earlier, they need to make sure they prove they prove this. Big thing too that's going to be very telling going in this game. Nikhil Harry, he just had his first yeah. media appearance today. Is Nikhil Harry going to play? I don't know if we said this in the last podcast, but obviously what we've had for the rumors going on is that Nikhil Harry has an attitude problem. Now, Nikhil, and we don't want to go out with it. I mean, no one ever watches us anyway, so who cares? But Nikhil, and I just want to have it for timestamps, but Nikhil Harry was inactive last game against the Ravens, was told that it was, pro- it was because of his attitude. It's not because of his health status. It's just more being humble. If he's inactive this game, that's very telling. I've, I've been also told he is fucking ready to go. Nikhil Harry being active this game will be amazing. Mm-hmm. I would like to see him just go off. I'd like to see Brady just force feed him the ball the entire time, too. Um, yeah, it, why it not just sw- get his reps up in the beginning? Yeah. We'll see. We'll see what ends up happening with that as well, too. So, well, we, What week is it? He's got six weeks to get involved in the offense. Get ready for playoffs. Yeah. And, and you know what? It's just like at the end of the season, too, when now the Buffalo game has been flexed to Saturday, which that game, yeah. I bet you won't even matter Wait. at that point. They got flexed to Saturday? Yeah, because what they do is college football's ends, and they have yeah, yeah, yeah. Saturday games. So because the Bills are fighting for a wild card and fighting for the division, technically, they move that game to Saturday at 4 o'clock, which is now an exclusive NFL Network-only exclusive game. So if you don't have huh. NFL Network, you get screwed. <laughs> It's not even on CBS. Yeah. It won't be on Fox. I don't know if they're going to do that in the local area or not, but um, you, you're screwed on that. That might be one of those ones where it's like Sunday night football, the Saturday edition. So it may end up being on NBC. We'll see. By the way, like the let me do a little area. hint for everyone. Crackstreams.com. No, hey, uh, no. Two minute, two minute drill will have it. <laughs> oh yeah, them too. <laughs> yeah, them too. They're gonna hit. They're gonna hit big this week. This week they're actually gonna be taking care of the game. So uh, okay, they'll they'll be taking care of business over there. There we go. I just want to say one more thing because I just got a text message right now and we're talking about Patriots in general. Um, We could have saved this for later, but we'll do it now because it's kind of Patriots related. Colin Kaepernick, it's come out this Saturday that Colin Kaepernick is going to be, you know, showing off what he has left. Teams are going to be scouting him. Who's going to pick him up? We don't know. I actually have always been with, 
you know, Colin Kaepernick, people can say he sucks. And, yeah, he's not a starter anymore, but he's, he's a viable backup 100%. Absolutely. He should have been, been on a team, and he did get blackballed by the NFL, and he definitely did get screwed over here. I think he still has it. I think he's still in shape. And things have calmed down for him in terms of being in the limelight in the media that it is the right time for him to come back. I will read this from the one and only Dog. He says, hot take right here. Patriots should sign Colin Kaepernick to the practice squad so he can help the defense prepare for Lamar Jackson and Deshaun Watson in the playoffs because those are the teams he most likely those are the teams that most likely the Pats play. Great hot take right there. You had someone last year like Brian Hoyer, which I was always for to keep him because he has a great mindset for the game. He was the guy that, although he doesn't have the legs, had some of these players acting like Pat Mahomes and acting like them during the during the practices to recreate what was going to happen. Now that Lamar Jackson, you have film on him this year, having a guy like Colin Kaepernick with the same legs and the same speed as probably Lamar and the same mindset, and I mean, that's what Lamar, that's what uh, Colin Kaepernick did when he played and went to the Super Bowl. Actually, it's very hot, hot take, but smart, because not a lot yeah. of teams are going to want to pick him up, and it would be great to see Colin Kaepernick come on the squad, and it would be funny, dude, if he wins the Super Bowl and it's with the Patriots. So My understanding from this, it, from from all the like the media noise, all the, the coverage of that, about this situation that's going to be going on down in Atlanta, I think I heard some something like that, Southeast uh, United States, where this workout's going to be being going to be held. I feel like it feels more likely than not that Colin Kaepernick's going to be on an NFL roster at least by next season. You want the hottest of of hot takes? I'll give you I'll give you three three level hot take. I think Colin Kaepernick will be playing for the Chicago Bears. Backing up, or not? Uh, backing up, Teddy Bridgewater. Wow, that's a one-two threat right there. Yeah. <laughs> so what, what happens to Mitch Trubisky? Oh God, who cares? Yeah. <laughs> He's gone. He ain't ready for the NFL limelight yet. He, so another, he, another, I can't even tell if Trubisky's good or not. I, it's hard. You can't tell. It's so another thing too. Just a, a conspiracy theory. I don't have my tinfoil hat. Conspiracy Wednesdays, Wednesdays with Babs right here. The NFL is telling these teams now, hey, the XFL is only a couple weeks away, and they're starting yeah. to get players in here. Now, Colin Kaepernick asked for like $20 million for the AAF they, or whatever yeah, it was, and he wasn't going to get that because he's a big fish in a small pond. But the XFL, they might come out, Colin, and be like, hey, we need you. And he's ratings. People are going to want to watch Colin oh, yeah. Kaepernick. Oh, yeah, 100%. So the, so the NFL is probably going to these teams and be like, hey, we need to get him a workout, and someone needs to sign him yeah. and get him on your squad. Competition. He's, a, he's a free agent to the XFL. We need to get him now. Um, and with his workout, a team will pick him up this year. He will be on a team this okay. year, and the NFL is going to force a team to take him at some point this year. No idea who is it going to be, but I, I think the Patriots – I mean, how about this? Let's just weigh these two options here. Antonio Brown or <laughs> Colin Kaepernick. What's the worst <laughs> – What's the worst media yeah. out of out of those two? What would you rather Antonio, have? Easily Antonio Brown because he's not fighting for anything. Yeah. Like I am like do you know um Sean King? So he was on like I listened to Matt Barnes and Stephen Jackson's podcast, but he was on his their episode last week and most of the time they talk about Kaepernick. And I already was supporting Kaepernick. Like if you if you believe something this badly yeah. and you are willing to fight for it and you literally like end your career for it because like he I, it's like not very likely he comes back he has a workout let's see what happens with it then like i respect him antonio brown he's a moron his feet froze yeah. off his like the <laughs> feet about that one freezing went to his head because his brain froze and now he's just being a moron on twitter 
in the 11 days that they had Antonio Brown on that team, I think the Pats did, I mean, they were getting hammered and peppered with all these questions about A.B., but the Pats did really well to try to sweep that under the rug. If Colin Kaepernick comes in, do you know how many people will support the Patriots because they took on Colin Kaepernick? There's a ton of sure. Colin Kaepernick supporters out there. Yeah, there's a lot of haters, this and that. But the Pats are that one team that, hey, we don't do that shit on this team. Like, just, hey, come in here, do yeah. your job. That's you know, exactly why it, it, I don't it, think he, he wouldn't end up on the Patriots roster. Why? Because of the, all the political stuff. It's, it's really hard, especially in New England, to push that stuff to, like, Plus to with, the side. If, if we're going to be talking... Like if we're gonna be talking politics yeah. with Kraft and Brady being such pro Trump guy, I don't know. I think it's way too much of a tell. message to be left last, out of sports thing, entirely. Last thing before we jump into picks, I know we've been all Patriots. This is really <laughs> this is Patriots heavy right now. We have Boss to talk about this. Rob Gronkowski, what do you think? He has. I, I don't think. End of the I don't month, he's happening. Back. Fifteen more days. I don't think it's happening. Happen. No, it's gonna happen. It's not a prediction. It's a spoiler. He will come back. I and again, if again, when I came on, and I reposted this week. I think it makes the most perfect sense. People are like, oh, he's not. He's going to get drug tested. He's going to fail the drug test. And people are going to say, well, he's on CBD, of course. That's stupid that it's an illegal substance. And everyone's going to say, no, okay, no one's got a bad knife. Just like Edelman, yeah, people made fun of him. But they're like, yeah, he tore his ACL. No, no, no shit, he's going to take some sort of steroid to get him back in there. I'm still a believer that Rob Gronkowski comes back. I'm still a believer that this team, especially coming off a loss, and Brady's like, hey, we need you back here. And Gronk does not have to play. It's not like Gronk is playing 60 minutes every single game. The yeah. time of possession that they're going to have is going to be an average of 22 to 25 minutes, and Gronkowski is probably going to be out there for 12 to 15 minutes of those averages, right? If like he, He's just there for blocking. And even a skinny Gronk is still a good blocker. Yeah, if, if he came back, would he, he would be suspended like four games, you would assume? Yeah, because he's going to fail for PED. Could you imagine? Just picture the storyline. So go back Super Bowl 51. Tom Brady starts the season on a four-game suspension, wins a Super Bowl MVP. Julian Edelman, last year, starts the season on a four-game suspension, wins Super Bowl MVP. Could you imagine if Rob Gronkowski came back, started his season on a four-game suspension because of CBD oil? Could you imagine if he ended up winning, like, hypothetically, Super Bowl MVP? Imagine winning Super Bowl MVP and you only play three fucking games the <laughs> yeah. entire season. And most of those games are going to be in the playoffs. That this guy, if he takes story. a suspension, he's not coming back till week 17 against the Miami Dolphins. And the Miami <laughs> Dolphins absolutely stink this year. So he goes out and he plays like three series. That's his, pre- <laughs> that's his preseason game. That's it. That would <laughs> I'm be all up. I'm getting all excited. <laughs> he has a bye week and then he comes back in his first game. Is against like the Houston Texans, and you know what? You have no film on Rob Gronkowski for the entire year, and Rob Gronkowski still is gonna know what the playbook is, and Gronkowski can still go out there and be in the red zone threat. They don't even have to get him down the field; he could just be a red zone threat. That's it. And you know what? Add on top of this, Des Bryant is he gonna sign with the team somewhere? He said he's got two weeks to do it. One week's already passed. He's gonna sign with the team by next week. And oh, it's yeah. Des Bryant should come to New England. And anybody who says no, you're a moron because he only asked for $1.25 million. He got it from he got it from the Saints. He got hurt. He still hasn't. Get him on here as well, too. He's gonna cost you next to nothing. 750 grand is what he's gonna cost you. You can get rid of fucking Newhouse. And also, Isaiah Wynn's gonna be coming back this week. No one yeah. else is really talking about that, too. I forgot all about that now. See? So Isaiah Wynn comes back. Th- things are gonna start happening for the Patriots. Imagine all of a sudden the Pats going into the final stretch. You get Rob Gronkowski, Isaiah Wynn looks good, Nikhil Harry looks good, and uh, you get Des Bryant. Wow, the offense just stepped it up just like that. 
Let's go to our picks. That's going to be a team <laughs> of paper champions, similar to the paper champions that are playing today. So and similar about half to half an hour is Steelers at Browns. Oh wait, let's actually do the recap first. Last last week was actually really awful for us all. Um, there were three upsets from like the uh, like th- the worst teams in the league with the 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 Jets, the Dolphins winning their games. Um, the Jets beat again. They beat uh Giants. And the Browns won too. Yeah. So Babs Babs was the only one to take the Browns, but he also took the Bengals, and they ended up losing by forty something to the have Ravens. They, have they won I, yet? No, I did take they the Ravens won. minus nine and a half, though. That's what matters okay. the most. Okay. Okay. Uh, we all picked the Giants to win. They didn't. We all picked the Saints to win. They didn't. We all picked the Lions to win. They didn't. We all picked the Colts to win. They didn't. I was the only one to take the Vikings winning, and we all finished the week. Screw Kirk Cousins. Six and seven. Wow. That's just shows, that just shows how much of a unit we are. You can't play like this. If you're doing that, you're poking people in the eye. When we play yep. like this, a bunch of people. That's what we are. Um, I did I did take the Vikings, though. I did so, I did good in betting last week. I was down. I was up. I was down. I was up. I took the Vikings. I walked you out with some in a hole. money. Oh, this week, I'm in a big hole right now. We'll get into that a little bit later when we talk basketball because I'm really pissed off about last night. Very, very pissed off about last night. But, um, you know, I did really well in betting last week. All right, Steelers at Browns. Some paper champions. Taking Steelers, Browns don't have anything to play for, really, and Steelers that's, do? That, that's a lie. The Browns still have the wild card to play for right now. Yes, they're 3-6, and six, but they could, finish the te- they could finish the season 10-6. and six. Here's the thing. <laughs> here's the thing. That's okay, like Sam Darnold the- be like, we could still make the playoffs. They have a .01 chance to make playoffs. Okay, but <laughs> here's the thing. Here, here's the thing. you got to look at that division, all right? Yeah, the Ravens are at the top. What if Lamar Jackson gets hurt? The way he's been playing, I watched that game, dude. If Lamar he's- Jackson gets hurt, do you know who comes in for him? Not Robert Griffin, Penn State's own uh, Trace McSorley. We also lost in Minnesota. We're not going to be talking about that. Here's time. some facts but- about you on tonight's Thursday night football game. I am taking the Cleveland Browns minus two and a half for a hundred dollars. Here's the reason why. Yes, the Steelers are a hot team right now. Yes. If you look back on some of their games, they barely won some of those games. They played some shitty teams. They played the Miami Dolphins. They played the Chargers. They beat the Colts, but Percet got banged up, and the Rams had to come all over, the, all the way from the West Coast to the East Coast. They're frauds, the Rams. The Browns beat the Bills last week at home. Nail-biter game for them. They actually had to come back in that game and win that game. Don't forget that. And the Browns haven't had a turnover in the last two games. They're starting now to finally get it, although it's a little too late for them. They're starting to get it. It's going to be a great game. It's a divisional matchup. Remember last year when the Browns almost beat the Steelers and it was like that yeah. missed extra point or whatever it was. It was a tie, so, right? Yeah, it was ended up being a tie. tie. It was week one. So, you know, they played the Steelers tough. The Browns played the Patriots tough as well, too. That's a game they should have won. Uh, the, the Browns beat the Ravens this year. So don't forget that. And the Ravens yeah. are a very good team. So this Browns team does have fight in them. And they are fighting because they do not want to be the bottom feeders of the league. And they still have a shot at the wild card. And if you look at the wild card right now, Tyler Miller, the team that's leading the wild card, well, the second spot is five and four. You have five and four, five and four, five and four, five and five, four and five, three and six. Okay. There's still some room there. They can still get there. Okay, so a lot of football. Also, they also have to rely on those four teams ahead of them to just tank. Never know what happens. It's not tanking. It's just losing. Yeah, well, if happens. you lose a lot of games in a row, it's because like it's not like tanking change. Tanking unintentionally tanking. Like when a team loses a lot of games, like oh, they're tanking. Baker I, Mayfield on Thursday night is what made him last year against the Jets. Don't forget that. I was going to take the Steelers, Babs. You've sold me. You sold me. Sticking I'm, with Steelers. I'm taking. I'm going to take the Browns here just because, like, the argument you presented. 
very precise, Thank very you. clear, very clear. I understood what you were saying, and the spread's gone up to three, so I'm taking the Browns. I got him at two and a half, thank God. <laughs> Another terrible game. We got Jets. No, last. Steelers Browns isn't terrible game. I don't know why I said another one. Jets Redskins. That's a terrible game. Uh, let's game. just. I just want the Jets to win because Sam Darnold. I just wanted to keep his like, his blind confidence saying like we can still make playoffs. <laughs> Did you hear how he said it? He looked at it like he saw, like he saw a ghost. He was like, we can still make playoffs. <laughs> yeah. I that was even an intentional joke. I'm just. If they went out, job. they'd be five hundred. Yeah, it, well, I mean, they'd be eight. Uh, they'd be no. They'd be nine and seven if they won out. Oh, two true, and seven. True. So that's so that's winning. Um, no, I mean, this is okay. This is a crappy game. Yeah, we get it. Who cares who wins? Who cares who loses? But I'll take the Jets just because that's a good win last week to get them rolling a little bit. The Redskins absolutely stink too. It's in DC. There should be a good amount of Jets fans if there are any left that are gonna go down there. Are there any um, Redskins fans? And you know what? The Redskins are favored in this game, so I like the little underdog take the money line on the Jets. They're going to win this game. I'm taking pick, yeah. the Washington Redskins. I think the team was just handed over to Dwayne Haskins recently for the remainder of the season. I'm pretty confident that that guy's got a lot to prove coming out of Ohio State and really being like one of the worst quarterbacks so far out of that draft class. Um, I think he's got a lot to prove. I think he gets a win this weekend. All right, so we got Jags Colts in Indianapolis. Uh, is Nick Nick Foles is back? Is this his first game back, or did they have a bye last week? I totally forget. I couldn't tell you. Foles is back. I think Brissett's back. Take it, Colts. They uh, they have too much to fight for, especially with the Texans doing what the Texans do every yeah. single year. Start the year slow, kind of get a little resurgence, gets bounced first round of playoffs. But I'm picking Colts. So in this game right here, I'll be taking the Jacksonville Jaguars. Nick Foles is back. Big Dick Nick. Listen. The Jaguars are still fighting right now in the division, okay? Colts were leading, but uh, let's just look at this right now. The Colts were leading, and they're 5-4 and four now, and Houston's up there, 6-3. and three. Jacksonville's in dead last at 4-5. and five. This is dead even. Houston's 6-3, and three. Andy 5-4, and four. Tennessee 5-5, five and, five, and Jacksonville 4-5. and five. That, this, is a, this is a division to fight for. This is a divisional game. I feel like that in, uh, Indy has lost two in a row. They're going to start going on a little skid right now. We, we talked and joked around, like, you know, before the season, me, Tyler, and GRD got on here. We made our predictions and this and that. And Houston pretty much was the one that we were thinking that's going to win the division, and maybe they're going to start pulling away right now. I like Jacksonville going in there and making a little statement. And, uh, I mean, dude, Indy lost to Miami Dolphins. <laughs> I don't care about the whole backup situation. Brian Hoyer and the Indianapolis Colts lost to Miami Dolphins. I am not picking you this game. I'm taking the Jacksonville Jaguars. Nick Foles. I am also taking the Jacksonville Jaguars also because of what you said, but I think this is the first game that Nick Foles plays to completion and walks off the field a winner for the Jacksonville Jaguars this week. And with the Eagles taking a loss this week, everyone's going to be like, wow, we should have had Nick Foles. Wow. Nick Foles threw should have kept him. Oh, we should have <laughs> kept him. We got Bills at Dolphins, and the Dolphins are going to win this game simply because they are morons and don't know how to tank. They won two in a row. The Finns are rolling. You, you think the Dolphins are going to win sign. three games in a row? Uh, I don't think they're going to try to win. I think they're actually going to win because, like, they shouldn't be winning. <laughs> they should not be winning. You're not going to do anything. You're just going to be a middle-of-the-pack team. And, like, I don't know. I just see this is the most Miami thing of all time. It's like, all right, we started out the year good tanking, good uh, projection number one pick. We won what will be three games in a row. That's exactly why I'm taking the Buffalo Bills in this game because they, I'm, I mean, they're not, they're, they shouldn't be winning. 
The Dolphins should not be winning. They're, there's no way they're winning three games in a row. The Bills maintain pace in the AFC East. The Bills almost lost to Miami Dolphins when they played each other previously in Buffalo this season and end up being like a fumble recovery touchdown, which they end up winning by 10, but it was really close. There was like a three-point game. The Miami Dolphins are going to win this game. They're at home. They're going to sling that rock. The Bills are coming off a loss to Cleveland Browns. Like, the Browns stink as well, too. Yeah, they have a, they play hard. They had a couple of good games. Again, like we said before, the Bills do this every year. They start off a little – they start off hot, and then they start falling apart. And this is the time where they're going to start falling apart. And this is going to be the game that's going to make or break them for the season. You lose the Miami Dolphins, you ain't going to win the wild card. And there you go. The Cleveland Browns are still fighting for the wild card. Now the Bills are going to start falling on the way down. So, here you go. Take the Miami Dolphins. Cowboys, Lions, uh, Cowboys have been choking lately. Lions play a lot of winnable games. This whole year has been, I think, the three, five, and one. Every, I think, out of those five losses, they could have won three, maybe four of those, and they had a tie, which should have been. They should have won. <laughs> so the Lions are a scrappy team. Uh, Cowboys are prone to choke. So I'm going to take this is like the the marquee game that the Lions finally win. Brandon, why don't you go first? I'm going to take the Cowboys here. I think the Cowboys continue um, like they're playing their 500-level football. I think, I think they – not a lot to say about this game, but I agree that the, the Lions are a very scrappy team. They're trying to fight for these, these Ws, and I agree that they should have had a few along the, along the road to get to this point nine games in. I think they, they lose this 10th game of the season for them, and I think the, the Cowboys walk out with a W. Find your this, souvenir. This is what I'm going to do. Heads, the Cowboys win. Tails, the Lions win. Is it a pick right? Because this it's is straight double, up. Double head coin. We got heads. What did I say? Heads was going to be the Cowboys. So the Cowboys win this game. This is a straight up pick game. I have no idea who's going to win this. The Lions should be way better than what they are this season. They shouldn't be 3-5-1. They should be leading that division the way they've been playing. I think Matt Patricia, obviously, the Matt Patricia's team's going to play hard against the Cowboys. Like you said, the Cowboys have been slipping. It's a straight-up pick them. I'll take the Cowboys. They have to keep it up. Plus, with the Eagles losing this week, they mm-hmm. have a game lead in the division. Texans at Ravens. Uh, two teams, similar quarterback styles. Honestly, these are two like very similar teams. That's going to be a fun game. Break it down. I think it's going to be a shootout. I don't think any of these defenses keep up with uh, either offensive, offensive quarterback. Uh, either quarterback. There's no defensive quarterback. Uh, I think it's going to be a high-scoring game that the Ravens squeak out. Mm-hmm. This could be a very interesting game. Um, wow, another tough one. I ain't going to flip a coin on this one. I'm going to take the Houston Texans in this game because if Houston is fighting, like I said, look at that division. They're all fighting with each other right there. This is a great statement game for Houston. Now, remember, Houston beat Kansas City earlier this season as well, too, in Kansas City. And with that's with a, that was a full, yeah. healthy Mahomes, too. That wasn't uh, limping around Mahomes. Mahomes has been slipping, by the way, too. You know, he's lost three games this year, uh, I think, full when he started fully in the game, start to finish. Um, I like Houston and Deshaun Watson. This is Deshaun Watson, Lamar Jackson. I'm going to tell you right now and make a prediction. One of these quarterbacks is going to get hurt this game. This, it happens every year. They both have a very similar style of play. They can play with their legs, play with their arms. One of them is going to get hurt this game. This is going to happen down the stretch in the AFC. One of these big teams, their quarterback is going to get hurt. And because what's going to happen is when the pass goes to the Super Bowl, oh, you guys had an easy way. Mahomes was hurt this season. Lamar, Deshaun got hurt this season. There was no competition. I think this is the game that actually happens. I am going to take Houston, though. They're both fully healthy. They go into this game. Uh, I like the upset on the road here. 
I, I like the Texans as well in this game, even with J.J. Watt out for the year. I think um, Deshaun Watson is going to have the game of his life against the team that is getting a lot of love right now for still beating the Patriots and then beating the Bengals. They beat the Bengals. Come on, guys. It, um, it, real it. quick, we got – Oh, you can go. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was in your – I have to be back in two seconds. And uh, if we're doing Falcons-Panthers, by the time I'll be back, I'll be back literally two seconds. I have to go pick something up. Uh, I'm picking Falcons. All right. Well, that was stupid. First of all, let me just say this about the uh, – no, we'll just talk together here. Let me just say this about the other game, too, with the Ravens. Cyrus Jones, man, had that muffed, like, fumble. Yeah. Like, I know they just beat, I know they just beat against, the Bengals, and that Bengals don't count. They don't count. But they had, he had a muffed, like, a, 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 a muffed punt or whatever. That's something that's going to happen in this game against Houston that's going to screw over the Ravens. You think he does it, it again? I think he does something like that again. I, I, not even that. It's just like there's going to be that play that like maybe Lamar throws a pick or, or Lamar fumbles it, and it's going to be the turning point in the game. That's how close this game's going to be, and yeah, it's going to be a shootout, but something like that will happen. And and, and uh, the Ravens are due for another loss, man. They're, they're absolutely due for another loss. Where there's no they? way they went out for the rest of the season. Um, going into this. Going into this game, though, for the Falcons and, and Panthers is that – I mean, the Falcons, I don't know why you'd pick the Falcons. Yeah, they're coming <laughs> off a win against the Saints. Uh, it, it, I don't know why. That's through the time, Saints. through the history of the NFL, the Falcons are the most consistent through the, what are we at? NFL, what? The 100 is the, the thing this yeah. year? Through the 100 years of the NFL, the Falcons are the most consistently inconsistent team in NFL history. It's a way to put it. Someone ordered me Chinese food, dude. Like, one of my, uh, <laughs> like, I just got a call. It's like this Chinese place. Some, I'm like, what? Some orange chicken. And they're just there? like, yeah, like, you just got an order, right? I'm like, what's your fortune cookie? Read your Panthers, fortune cookie to us. I, the Panthers, the Panthers are at home. Got to take the Panthers in this game. I like, I like Kyle Allen and, and the Panthers. I think, I think this team is his for the remainder of the season. I think he, he runs with it and uses the best of his opportunity. Where is Cam Newton Panthers, playing this year? Takes, uh, Denver takes the Panthers to a six and four record. Really, I think I think Newton goes to uh, Pittsburgh. Ooh, I see a lot of Chicago Bears and uh, but I pick Falcons. I can't change it, but I don't even want the Falcons. I want Panthers, but like I, I'm sticking with my guns. Saints at Bucks. Um, picking Saints, I feel as if it's the easiest call of all time. I am officially changing my Super Bowl pick. Oh, I said on this podcast so many times that the Saints are going to go to the Super Bowl. I'm like, if they win this game, they're going to go to the Super Bowl. They're the most complete team. They don't look good with Drew Brees. It, it's kind of like, now I'm like... Imagine they put the, Bridgewater back in. I, I liked... They should <laughs> They're undefeated. The, and you can't roll with the hot hand because it's like... Generational quarterback. <laughs> you, you can't yeah. do that because it's Brees. It's Drew Brees. But now I'm thinking this is very Saints now. And now I'm getting scared to pick them because I'm just like, now it's like... All right. This isn't the Super Bowl team that they should be. You should be beating up on the Atlanta Falcons. How do you lose to them like that? And I'm salty because I had them minus 14 and a half. They should have blew them out of the water. I am now taking away that Super Bowl pick, and I will pick somebody very soon on this podcast. And I'm taking the Bucks in this game. And it's wow. going to show that they're going to lose back-to-back divisional games. I am taking Jameis Winston and the Bucks to blow them out. Double digits. I think Jameis Winston got benched. I am taking the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. <laughs> Wait, and he got backup benched? Quarterback, he might have been. Who's not, ben- who's not benched. 
their starting quarterback, whomever it may be, and they will win <laughs> this game by 10 points. I am just taking the Bucks this game. I don't believe in the Saints anymore. You can't lose to the Falcons like that. You can't lose. A good team like that cannot lose. That's embarrassing. And, yeah, you can say, well, Babs, you're a Patriots fan. How many embarrassing losses? That's the Patriots. They lose that on purpose. They, it, this is, <laughs> the, 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 the New Orleans Saints are not losing to the Falcons on purpose at home. But they're not doing that on purpose to lose to a Falcons team. You can't think, be doing that. I think the Saints, the Saints, they they come back. They, they Saints don't, by a million. Yeah, they're not. Yeah, they're not going to lose two games in a row for the Falcons and the Buccaneers, both divisional games. I think they they bounce back pretty well and beat the Bucks by a million. We got Broncos at Minnesota. I am simply picking Minnesota. Actually, no, I hate Kirk Cousins. <laughs> I never. I why would I ever? Uh, I'm going Denver. I would like for you to go first, Brendan. I think I'm the. Don't like, say this is your Super Bowl team. I'm like a I'm like a Broncos stan on this, on this show. I I'm I believe in what they're doing with Joe Flacco out and my man Brandon Allen picking up the W. I think he continues his winning ways in Denver as they travel on the road to take down Babs's favorite. This Super is Bowl. his Super Bowl team. <laughs> it's gonna be annoying. You, you this team's not winning the Super Bowl or not going to the Super Bowl. So, <laughs> we came on the podcast either last week or the week before, and I want you to do some homework here, Tyler Miller to Joe Stafford, wherever the Stafford edits is, and we need to get him back on here. By the way, next week we're going to have Killer Kev on here, talk a little basketball. Um, we need Stafford back on here. Got to show him some more love. We got to get some more guys on here. I said, we talked, what are your MVPs in this season? And Russell Wilson by my, far deserves the MVP. It. Yeah, Russell Wilson, and we were talking about it. And then you can also say Lamar Jackson. The MVP is going to be decided on who actually goes to the Super Bowl. And that is going to be the Minnesota Vikings. They are my new pick to go to the Super Bowl this year out of the NFC. I said to you, I said to you on this podcast that Kirk Cousins is going to remind me of Joe Flacco. And Kirk Cousins is going to have a Joe Flacco-esque playoff run. And, like, let me just read some stats here, too. CBS Sports, Captain Kirk, Kirk Cousins ranks since week five. Since we t- take the first four weeks and get him out the window, just take like Tom Brady. <laughs> Tom Brady didn't matter. He is first in passing yard touchdowns. He's first in pa- passing touchdowns. He's first in passing yards. He's first in QB rating, and he's first in interceptions. He's only threw one interception since week five. Kirk Cousins is now getting on a roll, and this team is starting to come together. And obviously, Dalvin Cook has been eating. Dalvin Cook has been doing a great job. Yeah, you say Kirk Cousins thinks he only looks to one player, this and that. Doesn't matter. The MVP, most valuable player, is going to be Kirk Cousins this year, and the Minnesota Vikings are going to the Super Bowl. I'm changing my pick entirely. I said it was going to be the Saints. The Saints screwed it up by losing the Falcons. I am now riding the Vikings train. Skull Vikings. They're going to go all the way to the Super Bowl this year. I think that's I will a never, ever loop for a Minnesota team, ever. I think that's a mistake. We, we just lost. The They're a team lose. that two years ago was in the NFC NFC title game. Like, don't forget about that. They lost the you got pounced by the Eagles, but don't forget a that Minnesota they were there. sports team's never going to win anything, though. Okay, they did not. Did I say they're going to win the Super Bowl? I just said that, that would be that would be Super them. Bowl. That would be them winning the NFC championship, and I don't even see them doing that. And I'm being dead serious. Minnesota. The, NFL, the, NFL the only thing Minnesota them, sports has done is beat Penn State, which I'm so The NFL salty. is going <laughs> to let them get in there. The NFL is going to let them get in there because they hosted the Super Bowl a couple years ago and they say thank you, saying, hey, thank you for letting us host there. It was freezing cold outside for the entire week. It was zero degrees. I like Kirk Cousins. I think he's going to go on a run because everyone, including us, we all doubt him all the time. 
You like that? He's gonna no. end up going to the Super. <laughs> He's gonna go to Super Bowl. That's I I, I am gonna change my pick before we get off this one. I am gonna take the Vikings to win this game. Oh also, because I don't trust Brandon Allen. Sorry, Brandon. And Joe Flacco. That's Brandon on Brandon Crime. And they're a ten point favorite. Joe Joe Flacco is elite. You love Joe Flacco. Well, Kirk Cousins is your new ja- Joe Flacco there, Brandon. And <laughs> is this Kirk is Cousins elite? Root. Kirk Cousins is going to be elite. Everyone, that contract's you, elite. This playoff run, Kirk Cousins is just going to surprise people, and he's going to have a clean playoff run going into the Super Bowl. I'm, I'm telling gonna, you right now. We're going to bookmark this. We're going to come back to this come January, and we're going to see. And Russell they're going to put up a fight against the New England Patriots, and it's just like the Rams did it. It's going to be a close game. Okay. Cardinals at now the what nine and one, eight and one, something and one. 49ers, 49ers bounce back um, in San Fran. Don't see the Cardinals coming out with the dub. Pick the Niners. Classic Monday Night Football game, by the way. That was a great Absolute ending. And great I'm, game. Really, I'm pissed at my bookie because the the Seahawks were down ten nothing in that game, and they were plus four hundred. And I wanted to put two fifty on them. Would have won a thousand dollars. Knew they would come back and win that game. Seahawks are a great team this year. Don't get me wrong. They're I mean, the Minnesota team. Vikings are going to the Super Bowl. That was the worst field goal I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, that was. Yeah, pretty that bad. was crazy. But you can't blame you can't blame him because he got them into overtime. Yeah. Okay. You know, so you you can't blame him for missing that. He's a rookie. They just signed him a couple weeks ago. It is what it is. 49ers should be taking this game. Easy. Yeah, I agree. First Next. unanimous choice. All right, we got Pats Eagles. Um, we previewed it the first half yeah, hour. Pats, so. yep. <laughs> Pats, Pats by 85. Pats by a touchdown, just seven points. Going, I, want them to win, I want them to win 55-10, but just by a touchdown. 17-point win. Um, Bengals at Raiders. Bengals are actively tanking <laughs> and picking Raiders because you're basically facing They're a team back. that wants to lose. We we agree, Babs. The Raiders are back. The Raiders, are, the silver and black <laughs> are back, baby. The Oakland Raiders. And guess what, guys? Welcome to the train, Tyler. Guess what? I'm not I'm not on the train. I'm only picking the Raiders <laughs> because they might as well be facing 11 Helen Colors out there. <laughs> oh, guess what, guys? The Oakland Raiders. Could be in first place by next week in the division. Wow, Babs, that's crazy. Why is that? We're both. Ta- are we all taking Oakland Raiders is, in this game? Yes. Actually, screw it. Picking Bengals. No, don't do it. <laughs> nope. I'm not writing that. Bengals. I'm not writing that down. Let so, the record stay. I'm looking right at my camera. I'm picking the Bengals. I'm helping you. <laughs> the Oakland Raiders are back. Derek Carr is not a bad quarterback. The Oakland Raiders are going to the AFC title game. I've stuck it out with them. I believed in them all season. I pick them every single week. This is a gimme game. Now, the Oakland Raiders lose this game, their season's done. If you lose to the Bengals, you lose to the Bengals, your season's done. They lose to the Bengals. They will not lose to the Bengals. They're at home again. They got some home cooking now. They they just had to travel all over the fucking world the last month and a half. They're finally at home. Good win. They're fighting. Kansas City's slipping right now. And it's the great time the Oakland Raiders are going on a roll. I love Oakland this game. They are going to be 6-4. and four. They have won two in a row. They're going to win three in a row. It's all good vibes in Oakland, baby. <laughs> Sunday night football, we got the Chicago Bears versus L.A. Rams. What are the Rams' record this year? I feel five like they're four. super mediocre. They're 5-4. and four. They stink. So do the Bears. Ah, oh, this is an ugly game. I think this is going to be an ugly game. It's going to be a good game because it's just like... Just two two incompetent teams just yeah. button heads. Um I'm picking the Bears with the Khalil Mack touchdown. 
So this is a make or break game for both teams. Like this is the make or break for the wild card. This is a big game because if the Bears lose, they're going to be four and six. There's no way you're going to come back from that because um, I can't see them winning straight out for the rest of the year. Plus, Seattle's eight and two, and San Fran's eight and one. They're pretty much going to be a three or four loss team. They're both pretty much locked into the playoffs at this point. And you have Minnesota, who's seven and three, and Green Bay's eight and two, and they have the other two wild card division spot. So. The next team is the Rams. They're five and four. They're chasing right now. So Rams need to win this game to keep up. Um, I'm going to take the Bears in this game just because I just think the Rams are frauds. They're not going to make the playoffs this year. They spent all that money on golf, and I just want to see them suffer and lose and be a 500 team heading into week 12. I think the Rams are going to win this game. Um, I'll never side the same way Tyler doesn't side with, with Kirk Cousins. I will never side with Mitchell Trubisky. I don't think he's a good quarterback. I think he never should have been the top quarterback taken in that draft class. And I think Jared Goff proves why he is the number one pick once again. Sunday night, uh, Monday night football. Chiefs at Chargers. Chargers, this is exactly how this game is going to go. The Chiefs are going to win like every Phillip Rivers game ever. Two minutes left, chucking the ball downfield, <laughs> throws a pick. He's like, whatever, I have 18 kids to go for you. It doesn't matter about winning. I get <laughs> millions of dollars. Picking Chiefs. Yo, I agree 100% with exactly what you said, y'all. I, th- I, I think the I think the Chargers are winning the game majority of the way. Chiefs score late with like five minutes left. You get the ball back to to Pat or to um to Philip Rivers. Two minute drill throws a pick at the the ten yard line. We'll say uh, uh, under two minute interception for Philip Rivers <laughs> is like the chef's kiss. It's like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> put a put a cherry Work on top. Is done. <laughs> Give you some fantasy points. That's who you picking. I am taking the San Diego, L.A., London Chargers. This oh, team a lot of cities. This team beat the Green Bay Packers at home. Like, they, they are a legitimate squad. They can face these tough teams, all right? Yeah, but isn't we don't the know. Chargers every year? That game was in L.A. I know. It was in L.A. The Green Bay game was at home. Yeah. And the, and the Chargers are at home yeah. in this game. This Kansas City team is, is not good. And this is a tough divisional game. The, the Chargers are still technically fighting for the division. It's still kind of close. But wouldn't it be great for that team? I have no fans except for Bolt God. It, you know, they, it would be great for that team to get a win over Kansas City, a division opponent, and make them slip a little bit right there. I, I like the Chargers. I think this is going to be an, another classic Monday night game. I think this will be two weeks in a row that people are going to be on the edge of their seats. Yeah, I don't really trust Phillip Rivers either going into the quarter. <laughs> I, I, I get you. But – um. It's I happened ever it's, since I've seen him play football. I, I he's know. always down too much. Time a prime time, yeah. But uh, I could see that, you know, Pat Mahomes, I think he's lost – has he lost three straight or something like that or as, as a starter? As, he, as a starter? Because he didn't – he wasn't – sure we'll he, he, he wasn't a starter against Minnesota when they won that game. That was Matt Moore in that game. So don't forget that. Uh, I think he played Denver, though. But he got hurt in that game and this and that. But anyways, I, I, I say the Chargers win this game. The Chargers are going to win this game. Speaking into existence, Babs, the Chargers beat the Kansas City Chiefs. And guess what you're going to see Monday night at 1130? You're going to see, cue the video. And you're going to see the Babs <laughs> video when he's like, all the press Chiefs fan. That's one of the all-time Babs video right there. You're going to see that. And again, another little cushion for the Patriots. You don't have to worry about the Chiefs anymore coming at you this season. And they're going to come into New England and lose that game too. I don't, I don't, I think if you want to go watch that Babs video, I don't think you're going to see it on the, on Instagram at all this week. I think you're going to have to scroll back to last week to, to see that video. 
NBA season is here. Yes. Basketball. Has been here for about Basketball. a month. And the Celtics are the best team, not only in the East, but in, in the, the NBA. East. If you don't count the Los Angeles Lakers right now, because they would Ooh. wipe the floor with us, I think. But Celtics are good, dude. Like, like there's not a lot to talk about them because, like, they're not losing. Like, every so single week, we're going to see the same team, and everyone's getting hurt. Gordon Hayward, big news out for six weeks, broken hand on LaMarcus Aldridge's hip. But even then, you have Javante Green. He's, he's good. Shout good. out to Killer Kev for knowing that guy was good before the, the rest yeah. of the like, Boston fans I did. love him. Uh, two people I want off the Celtics uh, as soon as possible. I might have mentioned this last week is Brad Wanamaker, a.k.a. Bad Wanamaker. And Bad Wanamaker. 30-year-old. <laughs> Bad Wanamaker, Brad Wanamaker, Thad. I don't care. He stinks. He is terrible. Yeah. And so is Tice. I mean, Tice is good, but like Tice just has so much. I literally mean he's getting my... a lot more minutes this year, though. I think I think Brad trusts him. Uh, actually, only one of my roommates because I made him to be a Boston Celtics fan. We have a tally going of games in a row that Tice is on the ground with an injury <laughs> at six in a row when he's been down <laughs> and hurt. And oh my god, the agony! Like he does get the crap kicked out of him, but like and been the first and... guy off the bench the next game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he 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 bugs me. Marcus Smart, not a lot of people are talking about how he had one of the biggest NBA glow-ups of all time. He went from one of the historically worst three-point shooters of all time to shooting above average from three back-to-back seasons while playing lockdown defense. He's never going to be an all-star. Like, it's very obvious. He's, he's going to be a uh, cult hero, a Boston legend. Like, uh, like, who can I compare him to? You could compare him to Isaiah Thomas because we just played that Washington game. I feel like if Marcus Smart was to ever get traded, he'd go down as one of those... Your yeah. number's not going to get retired in Boston, but the fans will forever remember something you, special you did for us. I also want to give a shout-out right here to Carson Edwards last night. Yeah, uh, 20 finally. minutes, 18 points, 7 <laughs> for 12, and 4 for 5 from 3. And we just said, let him like let him get a little groove going, and he's going to be a beast in the middle of the season. Uh, he's going to be a complete fan favorite as well. Glad to see him getting his last night as well. Also, if anyone out there still hates the Jalen Brown contract, still says the Celtics, like, they yeah. paid too much for Jalen, all this stupid stuff that all these morons on Twitter. Here you go, kick rocks. <laughs> judging a kid who was 19 or 20 or 18 when he was drafted, and you, you don't think – he just learned how to, like, not learned how to drink. He was just able to drink, like, 20 minutes ago. Like, the kid, he, he's going to be very good. We had Stafford on here. I didn't like what he was saying about Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown shutting everyone up. He's a good basketball player. Tatum goes one for 18. Really if Jalen Brown ever went one for 18, NBA Twitter, well, Celtics Twitter would have exploded. <laughs> Jalen's trash, blah, blah, blah. Get him out of here. Danny overpaid. But Jalen, like, I like Tatum. Love Tatum. But if Tatum goes one for 18, I was like, yeah, you just like let him shoot yeah, out of it. He's still but if Jalen did it, it would have been World War 45. What are you, so what big, are you for everything. Yeah. Uh, also, I last night I got into a like a YouTube rabbit hole of just the best of Tommy Heinsohn clips. <laughs> I can watch those for decades. That's not a bad hole to get down in. Oh, phenomenal. Was like, well, I was like telling my roommate because like he didn't have MB- he just liked watching the NBA. I'm like, dude, like the Celtics. So last year he kind of got into him, but this year he's like been watching like every single minute of every game. And I'm like, this is Tommy Heinsohn. This is gonna he's going to be your favorite sports announcer because he's the most biased guy ever of all time. 
That's what's great about watching this Celtics team. They are fun to watch. They are together. They're playing for one another. They're not playing through one guy. They're playing through each other. They're looking to pass the ball because they like they Kyrie trust each other. So another the Kyrie hole, Kemba Walker. How are you going to fill the Al Horford hole? Three people scoring twenty points a game that isn't Kemba Walker. So another thing too, uh, just a couple points that I'll make is that about them being together. Marcus Smart on Tuesday had a bowling event. The entire the team, team was there, plus Isaiah Thomas. Yeah. It's just cool that they still kind of accept him, and he's start, still part of that Boston Celtic culture. But it really shows you, even the, the even the uh, Jalen Brown event or even a Taco Fall event, like the whole team comes together. And I think that's Marcus Smart saying like, everyone has to come out and do this. Everyone needs to be together as a team. And it's really showing <laughs> that without Kyrie Irving, like he wasn't the leader that he was supposed to be. Same thing with Terry Rozier. Same thing with these guys last, uh, last couple years. Celtics nine in a row right now. This is phenomenal. Fun Imagine rooting this. for a team with one uh, more than one loss. Could it yeah, be? It, Could it, it, imagine? It, it's, it's absolutely crazy to see this team gel now with the Gordon Hayward situation, the broken hand. That's a freak accident. Yeah. You know, I saw Kelly back. Kev, I saw Kelly Kev's take of like, you know, Lamar, Lamar is all good. You were standing <laughs> there. 30 it, he just put his hand out there and he was just, it just, it's a freak accident. I feel bad a for him. Six Hayward. foot 10, 250 pound man was just standing there. That's not Ran Gordon Hayward just, just accidentally ran into a brick it, wall. It, yeah, yeah, it was just it was an accident. It wasn't like it was you know yeah. deliberate. But no matter what, it stinks for Hayward because now you're giving you, you don't know what that's going to do to you. He comes back two or three months later. You're not gelling with this team right now. Now he's going to be part of the team. He's part of that culture, but you're not gelling with them on the court, and that's going to hurt them. That could hurt them, and they might have a stretch yeah. when he comes back and he has to find his groove, and he doesn't know what it's going to be because now these players are stepping up. I have uh, a that's, take. That's something that you need to to keep an eye for when that when the time comes and he yeah. comes back. I just feel bad for him because now when you start looking at his contract, right when, yeah, right when, when he looks back like on he's his back. when you look at his contract, you're like, he's not even worth the money. Like he really isn't. Right, well, like, listen to this: Gordon Hayward opts out after this year. He's gonna have his career year coming off of a thing where he can get more money because the cap is projected to raise a substantial amount. And he's like, I he hates living in Boston. His wife hates living in boston they're they are well he's not his wife stinks i hate his wife like <laughs> she's the worst person on yeah, like we'll social media. robin's a nice lady i'm sure she's a great lady i we'll never met her but on social media she's the most obnoxious human being of all time like i don't want to block her i like hate follower i'm sure she's a fantastic woman i'm not putting that by her but she makes it very very obvious she hates being in boston She's having her third kid, an infant. Gordon Hayward could get more money per year if he opts out. If he continues this career, uh, this projection, I, I don't think he opts in. I think he's he's doing this to uh, to Contract get back next year. Yeah. All right. So here's are, are the Celtics gonna pay him though. I, mean, I think I, I, my thing about Gordon Hayward, I think the, the like the numbers that he's putting up right now won't get him a contract bigger than what he's currently got. So that's exactly like the JD Martinez. Even then, I feel as if he'll want to go like yeah. he'll want to go somewhere where go his back family to enjoys living, <laughs> where all his friends know. are. He's going to Charlotte because him and Kemba wanted to go there. I mean, Kemba's oh. a big factor in this. Also, I saw this uh, this thread we well yesterday. It was like Scott Brooks, the coach for the Wizards. He was saying. That IT was the reason the Celtics are good. And you can't argue because IT brought in Horford, who later brought in Hayward because Horford and IT were there, but IT left. And then Kyrie went there because Hayward went there and uh, Horford went there. And then that led 
yeah, that led to Kemba wanting to come here because of Hayward and the open cap space. So the ripple effect that Isaiah Thomas caused, you can't uh, deny it. Thank you, IT. Forever thankful. Fun fact about these Celtics, they were, you look back two seasons ago, the Kyrie Irving's first season in Boston, and Celtics lost their first two games, started 0-2, and everyone's like, oh no, the Kyrie Irving experiment's not going to work. And, I mean, two years later, it didn't work. But the Celtics lost their first two games to the Cavaliers and to the Bucks, and that, like, the Cavs game, that was the, the Gordon Hayward broken leg game. And after that, rattled off 16 straight wins. I think we're seeing the, like the second coming of that new point guard comes to Boston. All star, all pro point guard comes to Boston. Starts leading this team. Actually, Kemba Walker actually is leading this this team. And you're seeing how together they are and what they can do beating the likes of the Bucks, the Raptors, um, like top tier teams that we're going to be seeing come come April, come May, come June. It's it's gonna it's gonna be, it's going to continue to be a lot of fun to watch this team and grow together as guys start getting healthy again, as this team starts getting back to 100%, being able to see what Gordon Hayward's able to do with Kemba Walker on the night-in, night-out basis. It's going to be fun to watch. Right, one last at- thing about the Celtics real quick. Last time they went 9-1, and one, they went to 2008. It was the 2018. Correlation. Wait, 2008, you mean? Also that 2017-2018 yeah, no, was a game away from the finals. Uh, like 8 and then... I thought you seen it. Sounds no, like no, not, not 18. 18. 18. The one with the ring. The team of 2008. <laughs> uh, let's just look ahead real quick to the Celtics schedule, too. So Friday night, tomorrow night, they're playing at Golden State. And what's great is that Brad Stevens, historically, and since he's been in Boston, he's has always good. played that team tough. They've always he's played that Golden team. State. Yeah, he's he's good against them with the whole. They don't have a team anymore. Yeah. Golden State. And I love it. Last I, night, actually, the Lakers demolished them. Yeah. Last night, look, and that look was back with no AD, years, no Rondo. The 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 seventy three and nine Golden State Warriors. You know who one of those nine losses were? Celtics. To the Boston Celtics okay. at home. Could have been in, both. In, Could have been both. Yeah, I remember we had both. the we uh we went to double overtime with them. They had a back to back against the Bucks that night, and that was the end of the twenty three game win streak. They are at Sacramento on Sunday, and then they have. You know, three tough games in a row because it's a big road trip now. So West Coast road trip, and we're gonna get into it next week. But one game at Phoenix. Phoenix has been a pretty good team to start the season right now uh, against the Clippers at LA, and then they're at Denver. So those are gonna be three tough tests for them on the road. And if they can walk out of that with three wins, wow, this team is going places this season. But uh, you know, you win one out of those three, eh? All right, let's temper expectations. They have West Coast road trip. Forward. It's gonna be tough, yeah. especially against yeah. Doc no, River. it's always tough playing in West Coast. I mean. Them going down to San Antonio winning that game was was big in my mind, too. Popovich always huge. plays them because they haven't won that game since 2011. I smacked 200 bucks on the Celtics that game. That helped. That saved me for the week. I wanted to say this, though. Celtics were minus nine last night, and they were up 16 points with four minutes to go, and they were just not giving a shit towards the end of the game. And it's either the NBA is rigged because it seemed like they were not trying at all and purposely missing an shots at the end. You know the Tim Donahue yeah. thing? You know, the, yeah. the king of the fourth was, was playing that game. Yeah, I say Correct. Kemba Walker was and, in the game. And Bradley Beal popped for 44 points. Yeah. I, I just, actually didn't watch any of last night's game. I, I watched I, two highlights. I, I look at that and saying to Brad Stevens and saying, he must be furious. You're up 16 with yeah. four to go. Yeah. Why are you letting your foot off the gas pedal? That Celtics should not be doing that. And just shut, it, uh, Screw betting and stuff. That's something that in basketball, because leads to just disappear like that. Because it went from 16 to five points. Game of runs. So, you know, game of runs. Absolutely. Hot and cold. So, I look at this team. Golden State, 
Celtics are favorite seven and a half. I would take that if I even survived the night for tonight. <laughs> but, uh, you know, uh, I got a rebound this week. But uh, this is going to be basketball. No, this is uh, <laughs> a good West Coast trip coming up. They, it's Phoenix, Clippers, Denver. That's that's what matters the most. Yeah. They can win the those pro- games. The problem here is that during like usually it's one big west coast road trip and we won't go out west for the rest of the season the problem is we're gonna have to do it again because the lakers aren't on the schedule yet yep all right uh this is running long so let's go to dms and wrap it up so we had one dm <laughs> shout out kyle 22 sc who is the best shooting guard of the celtics now this is something i want to talk about positions don't matter in this yeah. nba you have a wing a big and a point guard brad stevens is playing with with you, two, you, like, have a, you have a two, ball handling, three a point guards at a time. Yeah. The, they play small. The, the a lot. lineup, the lineup that I see all the time: Grant Williams at the five, who's like six eight. <laughs> Tatum at the four is like six eight, and then Smart covering the big guy. <laughs> so there's not. I mean, if if you want to go by position, I think uh, is Jalen a shooting guard or a small? Jalen's a guard. All right, then it's a toss up between uh, Jalen and Smart. I would well. Uh, I think, I think point guard, Marcus right? is, yeah, Marcus is a one. I, I'd right, say Jalen. All right, any uh, final thoughts? Alex Cora is not a cheater. AJ Hinch made him do it. What's going on with the whole baseball thing? Because I'm lost. I haven't really paid attention. Yeah, this is supposed to be like the biggest punishment in MLB history or something. Alex do you think Cora's they take away stealing, do, stealing signs Hinch or something? Do, it. Do, they, uh, do you think they take away the ring? Then no, not a chance that's that's not possible. It's not possible. You, you can't, but do you think they erase it from history, like the Reggie Bush stuff? I don't think no. so. It's the same thing with the uh, Barry they said, But they were saying it would be unlike anything baseball has ever seen. I think they're going to fine them a lot. They're going to take away their international pool money from signing all these international guys that they've been very successful with in the past. But They should uh, suspend the team for one year and they can't play next <laughs> just year. Just get them out. Like, they're not allowed to but play a college team can't go on the bowls or something. <laughs> Make them like a, a playoff ineligible, like moving from D Division Two to Division One. I mean, that'd be that'd be kind of crazy. They said like you guys can play next year, but you're not going to the playoffs. Yeah, like, you go. This is what they should do. This is what they should have. You just have to be like, if you win like, 150 like a games, for, you get to make playoffs. Or whatever. Who's it? Rob Manfred's the guy. Yeah. So throughout the year, baseball's a long year. You send one player from the Astros a week. To be Manfred's uh, secretary, butler, whatever you want to call him. <laughs> like, you could so if you win a championship, go ahead, go nuts. But, yeah. like, I want something out of this. So, you have to personally do anything I ask for a week. That's a perfect punishment. They said anything, uh, something unlike sports and MLB I've ever seen. Yeah. Make, make I don't, have to they're, they're I don't just, think it's going to be that insane no. because of the, the it is, this has happened in the past. You look at the Red Sox and Yankees doing this in the last few years and they've been called out for it and they were, they were fined some money and that was literally it. The problem is that how the, the scale that this one in, in Houston went on, like extended through the world series. That's the problem with it. And you see guys apologize to, to guys like you Darvish who, Seem to have blown the series for for the Dodgers two years ago, um, when really the Astros knew what pitches were coming, if whether it be a fastball or something off speed. All right, I, I just I don't I don't know. They're just saying Alex Cora is not a cheater. They're just saying this. They're just saying this because it's the off season now for the MLB. Yeah. They need some ratings. People need exactly. to talk about them. Exactly. So they're gonna drag this out. They're gonna completely drag this out. This could be the biggest punishment. Wait, tune in next week. Tune in the week after that. It's gonna be a six-hour noogie. 
Yeah. Just a six-hour no <laughs> We're going to get you, Houston. Cigar. We're coming. We're, gonna, we're coming for you. Just not it now. Just tune in next week. We'll have a look over your shoulder. Yeah, it's just going to be ridiculous. So. All right, also, this is Boss's Big 3, episode 21. Welcome to the show. JE11. That was, yep. a, that was a fun time, by the way. I brought uh, Jeff Smith with me. He was the winner, by the way. The guy who looks like Edelman. And he stood, oh, outside, yeah, yeah, yeah. he stood outside the concept store. And he was just standing there. And people literally were going up to him, like, taking pictures of him secretly, like, walking <laughs> by. They were like, hey, Edelman, like, what's going on? You threw a football to me. He's just He's so much taller than Jules. And people <laughs> thought he was him. We were inside the store together because we were getting in line. And someone tapped him on the shoulder. One of Jules' like business partners is like, hey, Jules, what's up? And he turned around and was like, oh, shit, I'm sorry. <laughs> like, it's just, <laughs> it's just hilarious how much he looks like him. Yeah. Um, and he's a, he's a really great dude. But when we went outside and we went to the line outside that people were waiting, people were taking pictures with him. And he has that Jules look, dude. He takes yeah. the, makes that face. Like he's yeah, got. The why does Jules every single eyes. picture? He looks like he got stung in the uh, eyes by bees. <laughs> stung by, yeah. So so Jules went to every single person and goes, "Hi, I'm Jules." It's like first of all, we know who you are, but it's like the Brady thing. Like Jules. He just mimics Brady. <laughs> he, he just like mimics Brady. David Ortiz in, introducing himself. Sorry, I didn't catch your last name. What was it? Yeah, yeah. I was like, "Hi, I'm Spike King," and then I just took a picture and left. <laughs> like it was just. He knows, those, right? he knows like Dito and you, right? Uh, he, he sees the face. He hates the face. He, he wants to punch this face. He ain't a big, <laughs> he ain't a big fan of, of the Spike King. I, I know he is. He, he's a big fan of Dito. Dito could not come. It was very hard to get. I couldn't get him out Dito's there. Dito, right? Huh? It was at the Tatum thing. How was uh, that? Oh yeah. Dito, Dito was at the Gunner Tatum. think the same thing? That was pretty cool. Oh, Gunner called me a legend. I don't know if you saw that or not, but Gunner, just no big deal. He's like, Hey, uh, you're a legend. Like you're a legend Gunner. And now he follows me on IG. So um, that's a, that was a win. That was a small win that night. Uh, it's, it's great that Boston, I love Boston, like lets us come out there and do those things at the uh, thing. Uh, someone won a gunner Jersey. I don't really care about autographs. I told him straight up, I'm giving this Jersey away. It's actually somebody that lives in Pennsylvania that won. He had a good story, spread some love for Boston fro that day. But, um, it was, it was a good thing. They're going to have four players coming up on Monday over there. I will still be in Philadelphia celebrating the win on Sunday. I do not come back till Tuesday morning. All right, we'll see you guys next week. <laughs> <laughs>